all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Taking charge of your future starts with taking the first steps. And saving up to $30 a month on Cox Internet with the Affordable Connectivity Program makes those steps easy to take. Whether they bring you to click upload on your first short film or join now for an online book club. Applying is easy. See if you qualify at cox.com slash ACP. Non-transferable one per household application and eligibility decisions are made by the FCC. Shalom! What's going on, everybody? Hey, come on in. Like this video. Tell me where you're watching from and share this video tonight. It is Monday night, which means it is time to command you. We get the power of prayer. We're going to add our Instagram fam in just a moment, but let me take this opportunity to welcome everybody on Facebook, both Bishop Foreman and Harvest Church on YouTube, both Bishop Foreman and Harvest Church, as well as Periscope and the Harvest Channel. Prayer is going to be powerful. You already know, as it always is. And I'm so glad that you joined us. We've been doing this now uh, for a while and uh, we've been running consistent in it. The power of prayer is really seen um, through times of consistency and being consistent in it. And so we have been consistent throughout all of this time and uh, seeing God do some amazing things. So come on in, like the video, tell me where you're watching from, share this video. I mean, also say a big hello, what's going on? Shalom. Uh, shalom is a Hebrew word that we use. It means nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing lacking, all is well. Yes, it's true. It means peace, but it means more than peace um, because uh, peace, uh, many times people have this, the, the understanding or the thought that peace means there's no trouble. And that's not really what peace means. Shalom, it doesn't mean perfection. It means progress. It means there is nothing missing because whatever I'm dealing with is giving me the progress in order to see that. It does mean nothing is lacking because whatever I'm going through, it's giving me the progress so nothing is lacking. You see, it means that nothing is missing because whatever I'm going through, it's giving me the progress to make sure nothing is missing and all is well. It means that whatever I'm going through, all things are doing what? They are working together for my good, all right? So that's what's going on. We're about to add our Instagram fam on both Bishop Foreman and Harvest Church. And uh, we are live everywhere tonight. Come on in, everybody, everywhere. Come on in, like the video, tell me where you're watching from and share this bad boy tonight. Listen, it is the first prayer of a brand new spiritual year. You are in the spiritual year 5781. Can I get everybody, after you've liked the video, after me, you've told me where you're watching from and you shared it, can I get everybody to type in? Five seven eight one. Everybody, type in five seven eight one on the screen. That's the new spiritual year that you are in. You're in the spiritual year fifty seven eighty one, and uh, and so new for believers does not be begin uh, at the beginning uh, or December thirty first, twenty twenty. New for believer, that bad boy, it starts. At the beginning of the spiritual year, it's called Rosh Hashanah. What's happening, Tampa, Houston? I see you from everywhere. Come on in, guys. South Jersey. What's going on, South Jersey? Um, it, it has already begun for us. So we are already in 
a brand new spiritual year, all right? And uh, I'll teach more over the next few weeks about the significance of the time that we are in. Jacksonville, Denver, come on in, everybody, on every platform. Can I get you to share, especially over here on the Harvard Search Instagram, can I get you to share over here? Just click the little uh, arrow and send it out to some folks. Same thing over here, the Bishop Foreman Instagram, same thing on the Harvest Channel, all of our YouTube pages and everybody that's on prayer tonight. If I can get you to share, here's what happens when we share. When we share, we literally are using our lives to change and transform the lives of other people, all right? So you're in a brand new year, the spiritual year 5781. Uh, and so uh, the significance of this is a few things. And if you did not see yesterday's message, I encourage you to go watch it. I encourage you to even get into our app and uh, and look at prior messages that have been uh, ministered about the Hebrew feast, the biblical feast, all of that, because those things still apply today. The Bible says that those are to be honored forever. They are everlasting statutes forever. Hey, Green Valley. And so in all of that, we want to make sure that we are doing that. Um, in this new that you are in, um, um, the shofar is being blown over your life. The shofar. Can I get everybody to just type that word? Shofar. Shofar. S-H-O-F-A-R. That means just call it order to your life. And so as we begin to pray tonight, uh, I want to challenge you to make this hour on Monday nights, to set aside this time on Monday nights, to make this hour count. What do we do? We gather together every uh, Monday night for one hour to pray. We pray from everywhere. Many people watch the replays. I want to challenge you to make it a priority to bring order to your spiritual life. And order in your spiritual life starts Putting, making what's important to God important to you, and that starts with prayer. All right. So on this first prayer of this brand new spiritual year, let us go in. You ready, Father? In Jesus' name, we bless you. And we honor you. We thank you, sir. We thank you that we're gathered together on Facebook pages and YouTube pages and Periscope pages and Instagram lives, as well as the Uncommon Gospel Radio Network. We are gathered together for the purpose of prayer. Father, we put our lives in the spiritual order that you have set. Your word says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things would be added. Your kingdom is how you do what you do. Your kingdom is by making what's important to you important to us. So in Jesus name, that's what we do tonight. On the first Monday prayer of this new spiritual year, we let you know that you are number one, Lord. You are first in our lives. When we set our lives in order, wherever there has been disorder, disorder means things are not in their proper placement. They are not in their proper arrangement. We call order to our lives. We call order to our spiritual lives. We call order to our soul. That's our mind, our thoughts, our will. And our emotions, we call our souls to be in order. Father, any thoughts that put themselves above you, much of the scripture says casting down imaginations and any high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. We cast down anything that would come against you, God, in the name of Jesus. We cast down anything that would try to exalt itself against you. We cast down any thought that would try to raise up itself against you. We cast down any thought that would tell us you're not God, you're not almighty, you're not strong, you're not powerful. You're not king of kings. You're not Lord of lords. We cast down those things down and we speak order into the realm of our souls in the name of Jesus. Come on, y'all. Let's pray. Not only do we speak order into the realm of our souls, but in Jesus name, we also speak order to the realm of our, our thoughts. Father, we pray that our thoughts, your word says, as a man thinks in his heart, that means our mind, so is he. Father, we speak order to our thoughts. We pray that we would think thoughts that come up to solutions, thoughts that solve problems. 
thoughts that get things done. We rebuke circuitous thoughts. That means thoughts that go in circles in the name of Jesus. And we call order to our thoughts. Come on, y'all, let's pray. Order to our souls. That's our mind, our thoughts, then our will. We call order to our will. We saw how you did it. When you, Lord, were facing something that was difficult, you were facing a challenge. When you were in the Garden of Gethsemane, you said, not my will, but your will be done. In other words, I put my will in order. I reverse it. I call my will to be submitted to the will of the Lord. And in the name of Jesus, Father, on this first Monday night prayer of this new spiritual year, we call our will to be in order. We say that nevertheless, not our will, but your will be done. Your will be done in our family. Your will be done on our finances. Your will be done concerning our future. Your will be done concerning even, Lord, uh, the decisions we make about where we live, who we talk to, who are our friends. Father, we declare that we will not pursue what we want, but we will pursue what you want. Make your will our desire. Come on, type that on the prayer, y'all. Make our your will our desire. You said that if a man delights himself in you, you would give him the desires of his heart, meaning that first his will would have to be in order with your will and whatever he desired would be what you desired in the first place. So when you give him what he asked for, that was really what you wanted him to have in the first place. We declare that our will is in order. In Jesus' name, y'all type that on the screen. Soul, that's your mind, thoughts, will. Here's the last thing, emotions. We call order to our emotions. In the name of Jesus, we rebuke emotions that do not help us get further. We rebuke sitting up being sad about what we need to use to fuel us to take action. In Jesus' name, we rebuke any emotions that are in us that do not allow us to operate at the highest level of our potential in the name of Jesus. We rebuke emotions of being uh, sedity. That literally means where we're going around looking uh, or feeling sad for ourselves. We rebuke emotions of frustration that do not lead into any type of transformation. We rebuke emotions that have us in operating in rumination. That is where we're worrying about the past, worrying about things that have already happened. In Jesus' name, we call order to our emotions. I pray that we will not waste one moment in the next 12 months of this new spiritual year in emotions that are out of order. Come on, y'all. We pray that we would not spend one moment in emotions that are out of whack, emotions that are out of check in the name of Jesus, just like you did when you saw uh, Lazarus. Lazarus had died, and the scripture says, Lord, that you wept, which means for one verse, you wept. For one moment, we get the ability to operate in emotion, but then we got to get up and keep it moving. In Jesus' name, I pray that tonight we would have the grace to be like you, that we would keep it moving, that at the moment we see something happens, we are allowed to have a human moment, but then we got to shift into our supernatural self. We were allowed to be Clark Kent for a moment, but then we got to shift in the Superman, shift in the Superwoman. We're allowed to shed a tear, but then after we shed that tear, we got to get up and keep it moving. We're allowed to feel betrayed, but after that feeling, we got to get up and keep it moving. In the name of Jesus, we call order to our spirits, order to our soul, mind, thoughts, will, and emotions, and order to our bodies. Father, we pray. And then our physical bodies would be in order. That means we would be healthy. That means that we would be in good physical shape and good physical condition. I speak order to our bodies. Come on from the tops of our heads to the soles of our feet. Your word says that healing is the children's bread. That means that what your children eat uh, 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 is healing. That means every time we receive from your word, we are being healed. Every time we come together in prayer, we are being healed. 
which means, Father, that we have a different type of medicine. We don't, not natural medicine, we celebrate it, but we've got something in addition to natural medicine. Y'all better hear me. It is the word of God. And as we consume the word, that is the bread of life. As we consume the word, the word brings healing. I need you to type on the screen, and if you're on Uncommon Gospel Radio, say it out of your mouth, I am healed. I am healed. Sickness of any type does not have a right to be in our bodies. We rebuke diabetes. We rebuke every form of cancer. We rebuke HIV. We rebuke AIDS. We rebuke any dysfunction. We rebuke any type of mental illness. We rebuke any type of illness that's set off because of how we eat. Come on, y'all. Let's pray. We are the healed of the Lord. This is who you've called us to be. This is who you've ordained for us to be. This is what your children eat. Your children eat healing because your words are the words of light. Your words give us strength. Your words give us healing. In the name of Jesus. And I pray, Father, that as Harvest, we've already seen two documented healings of HIV. Father, I call forth a third, fourth, and fifth. Come on, I need you to agree with me. I call forth a third, fourth, and fifth documented healing from HIV. What they say can't be healed. Father, we know that you are the God that has the power to do it. Healing rests on the house. In the name of Jesus. And Father, we send your word of healing now. For everybody, if you know somebody that's got sickness in their body right now, I need you to type their initials on any platform. Type their initials on every platform. If you're on the Harvest Channel or Uncommon, you can't type it, but just say their name. In the name of Jesus, we send healing to them. In the name of Jesus, we send healing to them wherever they're located, wherever they're at, from America to the Dominican Republic, to Canada, to Africa, uh, uh, to Australia, wherever they're at, Europe. Russia, wherever they are, we send healing to them and we declare that they will be a testimony of your power. We rebuke the report of the enemy and we shall believe the report of the Lord. You're still a miracle worker. You are still a healer. You are still a God that does the impossible. You are still a God that has the ability to do what they say cannot be done. Come on, you are a miracle worker. Can I get you to just type what he is on the screen to you? You are a miracle worker. You are mind, let's go old school. You are a mind fixer. You are a heart regulator. Father, you're the God that is Alpha and Omega, beginning and the end. You open doors no man can shut, and you shut doors can't nobody open. You are great. You are sovereign. You are ruler. You are strong. You are Jehovah Sabaoth. That means the God that fights for us. You will bust somebody in the mouth over one of us. Come on. You will knock somebody on the floor over one of your children. You are the God that goes to war for your people. You are the God that doesn't tolerate your people being treated poorly. So like your word says in Luke 18, I feel like praying tonight. Like your word says in Luke 18, men ought to always pray so that they shall not lose heart. In other words, we won't lose our mind if we pray all the time. So in Jesus name, just like that unjust judge in Luke 18, as she kept praying, as she kept praying, the judge said, I'm going to give her what she asked for, lest she weary me. So in Jesus name, Father, we bombard heaven tonight. Well, we are under this portal of the spirit of the Hebrew feast, the fall feast. That means the heavens have opened and heaven has invaded and interrupted the earth. That means when we pray in Jesus name, we will see things happen quickly. Hey, Shaka, we will not wait for months for manifestation. We will see manifestation in minutes. We will not wait for uh, weeks and months and years to see manifestation. We are under a portal. That's what a Hebrew feast is. It is when you schedule a time with your people. So tonight, God, as we pray, 
We know that you hear us and you hear us and you respond. And we pray that you respond quickly. We ask that you forgive us tonight, Lord, for all of our sins, those that we've committed knowingly and unknowingly. Forgive us for our sin. These are the mistakes that we've made. Forgive us for mistakes. That means we mistook it. We looked at it wrong. Forgive us, Father, tonight for iniquity, generational stuff, stuff that we've been practicing that's been in our bloodline, the stuff that we were supposed to interrupt. Now we chose to perpetuate. We ask you for forgiveness for that tonight in the name of Jesus. And finally, God, we ask you for forgiveness for transgression. Transgression is to willfully deviate from what we knew to be correct to willfully deviate from what we knew to be right. Father, forgive us for the arrogance that we've walked in, to think that we can disrespect you and dishonor you, and you still have been faithful to us. You still have been consistent to us. You still have been kind to us. Come on, y'all. You still have been a way maker for us. So tonight, we ask you for forgiveness. Why? So when we pray, we can boldly approach the throne of grace. I need you to act like Proverbs 21, 28 and 1. The righteous are as bold as a lion. Now, when we pray tonight, we will be bold. We will not draw back. We will not pull back. We will be bold. We will pray bold prayers, and then we will take bold steps of faith. So I pray for even when we get off of prayer tonight, I pray for us to take action. Everybody type action. If you're on the Harvest Channel, Uncommon, just say it with your mouth. I pray that we would take action tonight in the name of Jesus, that when we get off of prayer, that we would not just have said a lot of nice things, but we will get off of prayer and we will do what we just prayed. Because prayer, God, is not a monologue where we just run our mouths and then say in Jesus' name, amen. Prayer is a dialogue. That means, Father, when we pray, you're going to give us revelation. You're going to respond. When we pray, you're going to respond. When we pray, you're going to respond. And we shall see results in Jesus' name. I pray that our expectation would increase tonight. Father, you said you are the God that does exceedingly abundantly above all we ask or think to ask or think is to expect which means you said our expectations are what you exceed so tonight god we pray you would exceed our expectations even in prayer tonight that father for those that are feeling weary i pray you'd exceed their expectation tonight for those that feel like throwing in the towel, I pray you'd exceed their expectation tonight. For those that feel uh, 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 despondent, I pray you'd exceed their expectation tonight. For those that feel like they don't know what to do next, you'd exceed their expectations tonight. In Jesus' name, we're going to give you something to work with. Come on, y'all, let's pray. We are going to give you something to work with. Because we know you'll exceed it and we expect you to exceed it. You're the God that does exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think. And we have expectation tonight. We expect to see the miraculous. We expect to see breakthrough. We expect to see favor. We expect the unexpected. What does that mean? We expect miracles. We expect checks in the mail that we don't even know who they're from. We expect you to raise up people to favor us uh, so that we can fulfill your will. We expect positions to be created. Can I just get you to type, I'm expecting. We expect you to do it in the name of Jesus and you will exceed that. We expect you to send somebody to pay off debt. We expect somebody to just or 2413 to give harvest, state-of-the-art buildings, land, and equipment for the expansion of your kingdom. We expect it to be given to us. We expect a better deal than what they say it's for. Come on. We expect it in the name of Jesus. Everybody said amen. Wow, right? Come on. We came out the gate 16 minutes in praying. Listen, guys, um, every Monday night we gather together to pray for one hour. God, I feel like praying. 
Uh, we gather together for one hour. I encourage you to set aside this time every week and let's pray together. There's power in corporate prayer. You need agreement. Listen to me. You need agreement. And if there's one thing that the quarantine since March has done for many people is that you have isolated yourself to the point to where it, sometimes dealing with people now seems weird. It seems strange. It seems foreign. And I want to encourage you that you've got to have agreement in your life. So I encourage you to please make sure that you're on prayer with us. Even if you got to look at the replay, get on the replay and watch the replay of prayer. But I really stress that you would be live on prayer. There's something about, can I see comments? I can't see comments. They're a little slow though, but I can see them coming through on this Instagram over here. Um, they're just a little slow. But in that, I want, I want you to make sure, guys, that you are, um, that you're on prayer because it's always powerful. All right. Do, uh, there's power in agreement. You're absolutely right. right. The scripture says, where two or three touch and agree, anything, it shall be done for them. So what do you always have me to hear you, uh, have me, uh, do I have you to do? It's to say things and to type things. Because when you type things, that's our way of digital agreement, okay? So we're activating the scripture. You need agreement. You need agreement. Come on here. You need prayer. Come on. You need agreement. And so let me agree with you and let us that are gathered on a variety of different platforms. We're on every different type of platform tonight. So if you're ever like, hmm, what happened to so-and-so? They may just be on a different platform. Now, prayer also comes out on the podcast. If you don't get the prayer podcast, get it. So then you can listen to prayer. Prayer is not just limited to that night. Prayer is something, everybody listen, prayer transcends time. Prayer is timeless. Hear me. You can pray something today that, watch me, that can go back and change things retroactively. You better hear what I just said. Bishop, I don't believe that. Give me scripture. I can give you a real easy one. The man of God, Isaiah, goes in to tell the king. He says to the king, you're about to die. Get your house in order because heaven has decided that you got to die and it's it for you. The Bible says the king repented. When the king repented and he began to pray, God goes back in time to undo what he said and says, and now the Lord is going to grant you additional time. You better hear me. Prayer made uh, heaven go back in time to change the edict that had already been given. Prayer is so powerful, it's timeless. Prayer is timeless. Prayer can go back. Prayer can change things in the now. And then prayer can change things to come. So I encourage you to hear me that when you when we look at prayer, this is not just something we just doing just to just to you know pass time. Prayer can go back and change change the past. And for some of you, you need to hear me. Uh, what what was spoken over you in yesterday, prayer is going to uproot that and shut that down. Are you hearing me? I want to cover that. Father, in Jesus' name, we pray because prayer is timeless. We send prayer back, Father, to right the wrongs that were committed to us. I heard you loud and clear right there, God that were committed to us in our past. We go in prayer and we pray that every wrong that was perpetrated against us, Father, in our years past, we do through prayer demand, like Luke 18, we demand, we demand recompense and restitution. We go in time because prayer is timeless. We go back in time for every year we've been alive where we have ever been wrong, where even we've ever been betrayed, where we've ever had something stolen, where we've ever been misused, mistreated, and abused. Father, we call for recompense and restitution. Please just put all, all on the screen. Recompense and restitution. Recompense means you pay us back. You will pay us back. Father, we've not lost anything. You will restore to us 
what we freely gave foolishly you uh, to people that we shouldn't have given it to, you will restore to us what we uh, what we did in the name of Jesus. But then restitution means you're going to give us pay for our heart and uh, for our pain and suffering. We call for recompense and restitution, recompense and restitution for every year in the past. And we pray that in these next 12 months of this new spiritual year, we would see it that we would receive more in these next 12 months because we've used prayer to go back in time to call forth recompense and I can throw my chair. Recompense and restitution. Father, for every moment we spent with people who didn't mean us well. We say R&R. For every time that we dealt with people that were snakes, Father, we call for R&R. For every person, Father, that we invested in and poured into, and it looks like we didn't get anything out of it, we call for recompense and restitution. Why? You said in Luke 638, give and it shall be given back to us. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, which means we didn't lose it. We just need to call in the harvest from it. We didn't lose anything. We just call in the harvest from it. We didn't lose anything. We just call in the harvest from it. Come on. We didn't lose anything. We just call in the harvest from it. We didn't lose anything. We just call in the harvest from it. In Jesus' name. Can I just get some of y'all to just put R and R on the screen? Or you can type the full word. Recompense and restitution. Prayer has the power to go back in time to change things. God, that's powerful to me. You better hear what I just said right there. If you came in late to prayer, I need you to share it. And then I need you to go back and look at the first 22 minutes that you missed. Because we were talking about how prayer is timeless. Meaning prayer is not limited to time. So even you may look at an old prayer and say, well, that was, that was back for three weeks ago. No, 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 no. Prayer, prayer, prayer is timeless. And I gave you an example from scripture about how the Isaiah, the man of God, he goes into the king. Watch me. He goes into the king and says, listen, listen, your time is up. You are about to die. Heaven has decided that this is your end. Get your house in order because you're about to die. Stop. Whenever a prophetic word, can I teach you for a moment? I know it's prayer, but let me teach. Whenever prophecy comes forward, prophecy is an opportunity for you to bring correction. Prophecy is an opportunity for you to bring correction. God, if God really, listen, if God really wanted the king, Hezekiah, if he wanted him gone, God simply could have snapped his finger and he would have been dead. End of discussion. The reason God used the man of God to go warn him was to give him an opportunity to go in prayer to change it. Y'all got to hear me. When you, when prophetic words, let me talk to my harvest family for a moment. When prophetic words are released, that is an opportunity for you to go in prayer, to call into order anything that's out of order because it's God giving you a warning. In other words, heaven is like, we're trying to get you ready. And I need you to make this declaration. It's my time and my turn. Please speak that out of your mouth and type it on the screen on every platform. It's my time and my turn. My turn and my time. That means, in other words, I am at the right place at the right time doing the right things and I'm going to see the right results. I got the right people around me. I got the right knowledge. I got the right information. I am at the right place. I'm at the right juncture of life. My time and my turn. And so prophecies come so that I can go into prayer to get things together. And in Jesus' name, I pray that on this first prayer of this new spiritual year, that any area of our lives that are out of order, what do we already say? We called it into order in Jesus name. I want to spend a minute here. I'll do announcements in a minute, but I want to spend a minute right here. That thing just stirred in me. Just so you know, I pray about what we pray about because prayer is not just something we should enter into carelessly. Prayer is something we should be very intentional and focused with. Consider this, y'all. Prayer, when you really understand it, 
Prayer is how you adjudicate in the spirit. What's adjudication? It's like if you uh, were presenting your case to a judge, prayer is the way you do that. And anytime you present a case to a judge or to a court, you can't just go in there and say, hey, judge, hey, listen, I real, I, I feel like this. This isn't going to stop and say, what do you have? Number one, what's called standing. Everybody type standing on the screen. I'm going to show you how to pray. Standing, standing. All right, let me show you how to pray. It's the same principle of scripture. Uh, it's the same principle of scripture. That's why in Revelation 12, the Bible says, and I uh, saw Satan, he was cast down from heaven like lightning. He was cast down from heaven like lightning. The Bible refers to him as the accuser of the brethren. The term Satan is not a name, it's a title. Listen, Satan is not a name, it's a title. Do you not know that Satan is not Satan's name? Hmm? You got to keep coming, I'll teach you. Satan is not Satan's name. I did a series the years ago called The Resistance where I teach you that. Um, Satan is not Satan's name. Satan is a title. Satan is a title. The name of Satan is actually something very different. You, most people have never been taught that. All right, Satan is not his name. Satan is a title. Satan comes from a Hebrew word, hasetam, which means the adversary or the accuser. So the enemy is like a prosecutor. And the prosecutor's job is to make a case against you. That's why Jesus is referred to as our advocate. Our advocate is also synonymous with the term counselor. Counselor is synonymous with the term uh, uh, like a defense attorney. So Jesus is our defense attorney, watch me, and our judge, which means the case is stacked. Oh my God, the case is stacked. Y'all stick with me, I'm teaching you how to pray. So when we pray, whenever you go into a court, you have to establish standing. What gives you the right to come into this court? What, what is your right? And for us, when we pray, we have to be bold because if you don't have your standing, if you don't know that you deserve to be there praying, then you will miss out. Watch me. Even though it's lawful for you to have, you still have to adjudicate to get it. Did you hear me? Even though it's lawful for you to have, you still have to adjudicate to get it. And for some of you, you're sitting back waiting on heaven to do things. And heaven says you have not adjudicated to get it. Back to Luke 18.1. Luke 18.1. The woman had to keep going. Give me justice for my adversary. Justice, which means they did me wrong. You know they did me wrong, but I have to go through the procedure to get it. Come on, God. When I'm praying, I am going through the spiritual procedure to possess and to claim and to access what's already mine. That's why you got to have a passion to pray. Come on. Somebody say, I have a passion to pray. You got to have a passion to pray. Just because so-and-so owes you $10,000 doesn't mean they're going to cut you the check just because they owe you that. You may have to adjudicate to get it, meaning you may have to initiate a civil suit in order to receive it. Did you hear me? It's the same principle in the realm of the spirit. You have to adjudicate to go get it. So I have to have standing. And I need everybody to make this declaration. I have passion to pray. That means I've got standing. I am a son of the most high God. I, have st I deserve to be here. Not because I'm perfect, but because my daddy is. I deserve to be here for the ladies, not because you're perfect, but because your daddy is. I have standing. I have a right to be here. And that is my passion to pray. I have a passion to pray. I don't wait until the evening to pray. Baby, I'm praying all day. I'm praying at lunch. I'm praying while I'm jogging. I'm praying while I'm driving. I'm praying while I'm exercising. I'm praying at the mall. Come on. I am praying everywhere I go because I have standing to be here. My God. All right. So the first thing you have to establish is standing. Why are you here? And then you move forward from there. And if you're just coming in, like the video, tell me where you're watching from, share. Once you establish standing, then you have to file your motion. Your motion essentially says, all of these are the reasons 
that I am seeking relief from the court. Now, that relief could be financial relief. It could be injunctive relief. An injunction is where the court orders someone to do something. Stop saying this about so-and-so. Stop doing this. Stop lying. Stop this. Stop that. There are different types of relief you can receive from the court, but you have to ask for it. Listen, so Satan, he's the accuser of the brethren. So when we pray and when we go through life, Satan will try to use, um, you ever heard this? Whatever you say can and will be used against you in a court of law. Why do they tell you to be quiet whenever you are dealing with a, a situation that involves the law? Because anything you say, they can use on the record in the courtroom. So the next thing we're going to pray about, watch me, is that you don't give the enemy anything to use against you. Oh my God. You cannot give the enemy anything to use against you because you've been saying negative stuff. Because you've been speaking crazy stuff that then he uses against you. So then when you pray for healing, the enemy will say, well, but she says you were never going to be healed. When you pray for favor, the enemy can say, well, but he said he never gets any shots. He never gets any breaks. Nobody ever helps him because it's on the record. Got it? We're about to pray that your record is clean in this, oh my God, in this new spiritual year. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray that in this new spiritual year, 5781, that our record would be clear. That anything we've said that could be used against us as we're praying, we pray that that record be clean. We pray that our record would be expunged. That means totally wiped clean. And what do we ask for? We ask for the blood of Jesus to clear our record. Everything we have spoken crazy or negative, we pray that it clean our record. Everything we've spoken against ourselves, we pray it be removed from our record. Everything we've spoken against our faith, we pray it be removed from our record. Everything we've spoken against our families, we pray it be removed from our record. Everything we've spoken against our own future, we pray that it be removed from our record. The shofar is blowing over us, which means it's calling everything into order. And the records being wiped clean. The records being wiped. Oh, my God. Come on. Can I get you to release a praise digitally? Give God some computer love. Give him some digital praise right there. That he's the God that will clean your record. He's the God that will erase the mess you said. He's the God that will clean the foolishness that you've confessed. He's the God that will shut down what you said that could be used against you. Thank you, Jesus. God, I want to run. But if I run... If I, man, if I run, I may not stop. If I run, I may <laughs> be all downtown somewhere. Okay, listen. So one, Satan's the accuser of the brethren. All right? So he's the prosecutor. Hasetan. It's a title. It's not his name. It's a title. Secondly, Jesus is our defense attorney. But he's also our judge. He's also our judge. Which means the case is stacked in our favor. Because the bench is stacked. Shut up. The bench is stacked. Let me go ahead and draw on, on modern culture. Um, we, we pray um, for the family and those that are grieving the loss of the late Justice um, uh, uh, Ginsburg. Um, there's a vacancy in the bench. With that vacancy in the bench, um, there are some that want to fulfill their own political desires and whatever to stack the bench in their favor. Hear me. The bench is stacked in the spirit with our favor. Because our God sits on the bench. Shut your mouth. Our God sits on the bench. Come on. Our God sits on the bench. Which means that the case is slanted in our favor. You know what the word favor means? That a superior one leans towards an inferior one. 
It means preferential treatment, which means, everybody listen to me, which means you're going to have to get used to things that you look at it and say, God, I don't even, the truth be told, I don't even know how that happened. It's because the bench is stacked in your favor. Father, I pray that over these next 12 months and this next spiritual year, we would see just how stacked the bench is in our favor. You are our God and you sit on the bench, which means we have favor. <laughs> that means the case is already stacked in our favor. And watch this. Not only is the case stacked in our favor, but we have you as our defense attorney, Lord, which means you're pleading our case to yourself. You're pleading your case to yourself. You're pleading our case to yourself. You're pleading our case to yourself. And what did you say? You said that you cannot deny yourself. My God, you cannot deny yourself. You are the God that will not deny himself. And so in Jesus name, we pray. That we would see that favor in every area of our lives. I need you to type on every platform and area of your life. You want to see God's favor in the next 12 months. The next 12 months. Why are you saying the next 12? Because we're in a new spiritual year. If you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm going to tell you how to figure that out and get our app so you can look at yesterday's message. All right. Type of area you need favor in on every platform that we're on tonight. Come on, type it. Type it Facebook, type it Instagram, type it YouTube. An area where you need favor, where you need preferential treatment, where you need the bench stacked in your favor. Type that. And that scripture, 2 Timothy 2.13, it says uh, the latter part of it uh, is, well, let me actually get the whole thing because the whole thing is a good verse. It says, if we are faithless, he remains faithful. He cannot deny himself. So he pleads our case to himself. He pleads our case to himself. He's talking to himself about us. Shut up. Jesus. All right? Come on, type it on the screen. God's favor in the next 12 months in your career, your finances. Come on, your book, in relationships, your health. I see your comments. Come on. Somewhere you want to see favor. That means preferential treatment. Preferential treatment. I need this. I need people to look at this and say, how he get here? I need people to look at this and say, how did they get there? Come on, God. We pray for favor for harvest. We pray for the favor for harvest in every business deal. We pray for favor for harvest in every negotiation. We pray favor for harvest in every staff role, every servant leader, every per We pray favor for anything we do, every company we interact with, we pray that when they see that V, that they would they would be forced to favor us. My God, Father, force people to favor us in every way, shape, form, and fashion. And anything we encounter, we pray that you force them to favor us in the name of Jesus over your business, over your vision, over arbitration. Come on, thank you, praying for me, for harvest. Come on, come on, y'all. We pray that you force people to favor us, which means, Father, that if they would decide in themselves, they don't want to, that they would have to, because you won't allow them not to. Jesus, that you'd force them to, you'd make them favor us in Jesus' name. Whatever door we knock on, we pray that you'd force them to favor us. Whatever opportunity we see, we pray you'd force them to favor us. I pray for everybody in the midst of any type of negotiation. And I pray that favor would be forced because of your name. Come on, can I get you to type your name on the screen? 
All right, if you don't want to put your full name on there, you want to put your full legal name, whatever, just put your initials, all right? I need you to release that. I need you to put your name or your initials. Somebody type BKF for me. Somebody type BKF for me. Somebody type BKF for me. Father, we pray that when our names are seen, when our names are seen, you'd force them to favor us. You'd force them to treat us right. You'd force them to go above and beyond. We won't shake We won't even have to ask for it. You're going to make them do it. You're going to make them do it. You're going to make them do it. You're going to make this escalate to the executive office so that they favor us. You're going to make this escalate to the owner so that they favor us. When they see our names, they will be forced to favor us. In Jesus' name, my God. Come on, y'all, type amen on the screen. My goodness. Oh, my God, it's already 737. Okay, we got about 23 minutes left. Let's keep moving. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Okay, y'all, um, if you're just coming in, like the video, tell me where you're watching from and share. Let me go on and get these announcements out the way so we can wrap up the rest of prayer. Every Monday night, we gather for one hour to pray, 7 to 8 Mountain Time, 9 to 10 Eastern Time, and you know the rest of the zones. All right. If it's your very first time on prayer, do me a favor. Do the hand wave emoji or say, it's me. Just letting us know it's your very first time. We just want to say hello to you. For all my Uncommon Gospel family and those on the Harvest Channel, we say what's going on and we love you and we appreciate you so very much. And guys, y'all know when I say that, I mean that. Um, listen, I'm not a perfect man, but I'm a loyal. I'm a loyal. You better hear me. All right. Also, I want to encourage you, if you don't have our Harvest app, get our app. And actually, if it's your first time, did I tell you what to do? Do the hand wave emoji or just say, it's my first time. We just want to send some love your way. There's a lot of talking heads on social media now. We want you to know you're in a safe place. All right? If you don't have our app, get our app. Come on, Jamaica. What's going on, Jamaica? And you didn't invite me. Wow. Wow. I expect favor. Come on. We're the invitation. <laughs> uh, listen, you can type... Um, Text the word HARVEST to 59769 to get our mobile app. And with that, you will be able to uh, get messages, our podcasts, YouTube channels. There's so much. Yesterday's message is in there. you got to get it. Oh, my God. Yesterday's message. We're in this series called Viral Videos. Viral Videos. Wasn't that amazing, y'all? Viral Videos was such a powerful, <laughs> it's a powerful series. And yesterday's message, move your pocketbook, honey. That thing was good. That thing was amazing to me. Both experiences were powerful. Um, just man, God is awesome. All right. So, uh, we'd love for you to get that app. Can I get a few of you to type that on each platform? Text harvest to five, nine, seven, six, nine guys. You may say, uh, when I, you don't know who, when people are watching the replays, people are watching the replays. People will go through and see that in the chat. The magic of live is not live. It's actually the overnight number. That's what we call it on TV. It's when people are watching later. That's the magic of live. Um, it's like 65 plus thousand downloads of our podcast just in the last 30 days. That's amazing. To God be the glory for that. All right. Also, if you're in Atlanta, can you do me a favor? If you're in Atlanta, you love a shirt. Thank you. It was a gift from Awesome Harvesters. Yes, so was uh, my, the search I had on yesterday. Um, were a gift. Again, I'm a giver, so God is good. Um, do me a favor. Um, let me say this. If you're in Atlanta, can I get you to type H-C-A-T-L to 59769? Can you text that? Atlanta, we're going to be expanding to your area. I was just there last week working on uh, working on our project there. Um, the governor's order lifts on October 10th. And as soon as this order lifts, we intend to be very aggressive. You can, so you can sign up now. You can go watch messages. You can get a real feel for the church online. 
If you're like, hey, Bishop Foreman is my pastor, Harvest, those are my people. That's my church. You can literally connect with our launch team online. So all you have to do is text HCATL to 59769. Can I get a few of you to put that on each platform? All right, that way so folks can click through it or people can go back and they can look at that replay and they can do that. I'm looking at that. Somebody says, we declare a Harvest Campus in Jamaica. Don't play with me because listen, listen, don't play with me because if, if I listen, let the Lord give me a dream where I'm on the beach. I will be, I will have a trip. I will be in Jamaica on Thursday. Don't play with it. All right. <laughs> That's awesome, though. Um, and so if you're in Atlanta, we'd love for you to be a part of that. All you have to do is text HCATL to 59769 or go to our website and click on locations and then Atlanta. You can see all about that. Um, also, while I'm talking about that, to God be the glory, guys, Sheen Magazine, which is a cool magazine. Uh, they did. They had Brandy featured last month. They did an article about me, about myself, about Harvest and I, rather. Um, and so if you didn't see that on social media, something's, Instagram's going through another change. And so it's amazing to see the numbers go from one thing and then you're like, what is this? Instagram, when they go through their algorithm changes, things just, things happen. So maybe you didn't get that, but you can go to Sheen Magazine or just look on my social media and you can see that it was a great article about us. Hey man, it's us. When I win, we win. Hear me, especially for those of you that are connected to Harvest as your pastor, if you're at Harvest Church or Harvest Leadership Network or Harvest Bible College or Harvest Foundation, just and even if you're part of our extended family, just hear me. When I win, we win. All right. So any win for me is a win for us. Any win for you is a win for us. All right. When we win, we all win. So you can check out that article. Now, also, one more quick announcement before we move to the next part of prayer. Let me say this. Um, don't forget to register for the conference. Um, it's you got it. You see it right back here. It's going to be amazing. Um, again, October first and second, the master classes are during the day and they're online. The master classes are during the day and they're online only. The night uh, experiences we call them experiences, not services. A Thursday night, Friday night. If you want to fly to Denver and be here, somebody says, "Bishop, is it snowing?" Mm-mm. It was just had that one little day and it didn't even stick and it was just cold. Don't worry about it, okay? If you want to come, uh, we will rebuke the snow and pray that and the weather's good. It was 89 today. I literally, um, listen, I had on a tank top today. I don't like, I know people, some people call them wife beaters. I don't like calling them that. I don't believe in beating on your wife. Amen? So I don't like, I don't like using that term. So I don't use that term. So I, I call it an A shirt, which is this technical term. Or a or a tank top, but it was hot today. So while I was doing my jogging and exercise, and it was hot. Right? Come on, your birthday on the first, awesome. So I would love for you to be a part of that. How do you how do you do that? I got one more thing for y'all to put on on in the comments. Text coming to five nine seven six nine. Text coming to five nine seven six nine, and you can register for it that way. You can also do it through our app. On our app, there's a button now for the conference. So in the app on there, you can click conference and all of the conference stuff is there. Uh, right. See, right. Somebody's the most 90 degree degrees on the record. Right. Says no wife beater. No, I did not call her no wife beater. I'm not. Life and death under power of your tongue. I don't want to be speaking that. And I don't, I don't believe that's against my religion. I don't like that. All right. Anyway, um, so get registered, guys. If you're not registered, do it tonight. Registration is uh, getting ready to go up. Um, and so I just want you to take advantage of it while it's low. It's getting ready to go up. And when it goes up, it's going to be a fairly significant jump. So I want you to do that because we need to plan. Even though it's digital, there's still planning that we've got to do to do that. The night experiences, you can come to Denver and be in the building. Or you can also um, just stream it and watch it online. But if you want to come to Denver, come on. It'll be an amazing time. And um, and I would love to, to, to greet you and meet you and say hello to you. And, and you meet some of your other family. Um, either way, 
online or on campus. Either way, you're fine uh, for the evening experiences, all right? If you have any questions, guys, contact the church. Um, just shoot an email to hello at harvardsearch.church, but there shouldn't be any questions. Everything is pretty laid out for you, okay? Get registered for who's coming. It's going to be an amazing gathering. Dr. Ernest Pugh. Doc, I'm turning around. Well, here, let me get out the way. Dr. Roy Bright. Uh, relationship guru, Pastor John Hanna, Essence Atkins, the actress, CC Peniston, the pop star. Her song came on while I was having lunch the other day, and uh, it's gonna be amazing. And y'all already know those those evening sessions. Thursday night is gonna be powerful. Friday night is gonna be stupid bananas, apples, uh, cucumbers. Listen, it's just gonna be dumb, dumb, but dumb in a good way. Um, cause we haven't been able to have a Friday night, um, fire experience in almost a year now because of coronavirus. And so, uh, as a result of that, it's going to be powerful. Okay. So we'd love for you to be a part of that. It sounds like a good time. Oh, let me tell you, listen, it's going to be amazing. All right. So we would love for you to do that. What's going on? How much? Um, we'd love for you to do that. All right, guys, I want to move to this next part of prayer. So we are in a new Spiritually, I got my announcements out of the way. Somebody said, I'm watching the conference. Good. Come on. Listen, again, I just want to say to you, if if you come to the building, though, you just better be ready to experience God in a way that you have never, 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 never uh, experienced God. It is it is always powerful. It is always powerful. Um, even yesterday, after the 1115 um, was so powerful, the Lord is just so powerful. Um, and so they, we had cut the stream at that point, but it was powerful what happened. And so just know if you're in Denver or Atlanta or part of our digital family, just know that you are loved. And I see a comment about we pray for a swift end. I want to I cover coronavirus. America is about to hit um, a very unfortunate milestone um, and, um, in the coronavirus in that um, it is about to, we're about to hit 200,000 um, people who have passed away from the coronavirus. And that is unacceptable. Can I just get you to type this word on the screen? Unacceptable. That is unacceptable. And what makes it you know, all the more disappointing is that it was preventable. Um, and so nonetheless, uh, I want um, I want us to pray what we've been praying for so long that we pray for a and why I'm releasing unacceptable life and death are in the power of our tongues, guys. So if we don't tell it, yeah, okay, your tongue can control things. Let me give you an example. Can I back that up with scripture? And then my God, we only got like ten minutes left. Let me back this up with scripture. Jesus. He speaks to Lazarus. Everybody remember that story? Jesus, he speaks to Lazarus. Lazarus is somebody he loved. Lazarus was the brother of Mary and Martha. And their brother dies. And Jesus intentionally, everybody listen, Jesus intentionally waited for Lazarus to die. The Bible says he delayed once they said he was sick. Everybody listen. Sometimes God will delay um, your situation. And in his delay, he knew the condition of it. Y'all better hear me. He knew Lazarus was in bad shape. And the Bible says that when he knew Lazarus was in bad shape, Jesus delayed even more. Sometimes God will allow there to be delay so he can show you how he can take devastation and bring transformation. You better hear me. Even delay. What have we always been saying lately? Every delay is to your benefit. Can I get you to release that? Every delay is to my benefit. Every delay is to my benefit. Every delay is to my benefit. For some of you like, God, I thought I'd hear back by now. Every delay is to your benefit. 
For some of you like, Jesus, I thought this was going to be done by now. Every delay is to your benefit. Jesus waited after he heard Lazarus was in bad shape. And Jesus was like, I ain't going. He goes. When he goes, they're like, listen, Jesus, you can't mess with Lazarus. He's dead. And by now he's about to start stinking. In other words, Jesus waited until the situation stunk before he showed up. And for some of you, there are certain areas of your life where Jesus will wait until it stinks before he shows up. Not to punish you, but because he's about to broaden your perspective. Father, we pray that you would broaden our perspective. And that even where we've been experiencing delay, we would recognize it is for our benefit. Because you're about to show us something we've not seen. None of those people had ever seen somebody get up from the dead. But Jesus said, I'm about to use your stinky situation and I'm about to do something you've never seen. All things are new. All things are new. So even though it looks bad, I'm about to show you something new. Jesus. All right. So then what happens? So then Bible says Jesus wept. When Jesus wept, Bible says Jesus opens his mouth and he says, Lazarus. He calls Lazarus by name because if he doesn't say Lazarus' name, everybody that's in the grave is about to get up. He called Lazarus by name and he says, do what? Come forth. Notice he did not say Lazarus raised from the dead. He said, Lazarus, come forth. What does that really tell us? That the condition that Lazarus was in, listen, that the condition that Lazarus was in did not require resurrection. It simply required presentation. Please hear that. It did not require resurrection. It required presentation. He said, come here. He did not say raised from the dead. In other words, he was saying, I need y'all to see him now differently than you saw him three days ago. And for some of you, there's some things in Jesus name that God's about to show us that we needed to see differently. It didn't need a resurrection. It needed a representation. It needed to be represented to us because you thought it was this when it was really something else. He said, come forth. He did not say raised from the dead. And then listen to the next part. When the Bible says, and the man, watch these, so the scripture says, and that man, he gets up and he comes forth, but he still has his grave clothes on him. He still has his grave clothes on him. He's got his grave clothes on him. Now, this is powerful because in some translations, it says Jesus spoke to the people around Lazarus. It implies to tell them to take the clothes off of him, loose him and let him go. Some, some translations, uh, it inferred that. But watch me. But the original translation says this, loose him and let him go. Which would infer that Jesus was not speaking to anybody because it doesn't say that anybody went around Lazarus. I mean, just imagine if this dead man gets up and he's jumping out, I don't think people are running to him. Come on, they're in North Africa. Ain't nobody running to him. They're running from him. Can I get a witness? I ain't running over there. I'm running over here. So if you look at the original, the original says this, the original says, loose him and let him go. In other words, it infers that Jesus, everybody listen, that Jesus was speaking to the grave clothes and telling the grave clothes, you loose him and you let him go. In other words, what had wrapped him up and said it was over, you loose him and you let him go. In other words, our words don't just have the power to speak to people. Our words have the power to speak to inanimate things and say, you lose him and you let him go. 
Jesus. Y'all better go read that story and see what I'm saying is right in there. You lose him and you let him go. So we're going to cover this in prayer. Um, we're going to cover this in prayer. We're going to cover this in prayer. I want to cover the coronavirus. Um, and then I probably have time for one more thing to cover in prayer. All right, guys, prayer time goes so fast, y'all. Uh, it goes so fast. Father, in Jesus' name, we speak to this virus, the coronavirus. And more specifically, we speak to the United States government handling of the virus. We speak to the grave clothes. We don't speak to the Lazarus. We speak to who's handling it. We speak to every department. We speak to the CDC. We speak to the executive branch. We speak to Donald and everybody around him. And in Jesus' name, we speak, Father, concerning the handling of this virus. And we pray, God, that it would be handled in a way so that it would come to a swift end. We speak a swift end to this coronavirus outbreak in America and across the world. There are countries that have not seen new cases. There are countries that have seen the virus dissipate. And in Jesus name, we pray that we would see that in America. So we speak to every government agency, every state governor, every state legislature, every the CDC, everybody involved. We speak to these organizations and institutions and we pray that what is necessary would be done so we would see a swift end to this coronavirus outbreak. In Jesus' name, can I get everybody right there to just release an amen? That means I agree. I got to move fast, y'all, because this prayer time is almost over. It goes so fast. Um, I want you to type real quick any requests you've got, prayer requests you've got. Uh, I want you to type those on any platform. If you're on Uncommon Gospel Radio or you are on... Um, the Harvest Channel, you can't type it on chat, but just open your mouth and say it. All right, whatever it is, I want to stand in agreement with you. While you are typing in um, your prayer requests, one other thing, um, um, while you're typing your prayer requests, one other thing um, that I want for us to um, keep in mind uh, as we are praying is this last little piece I'm going to give you uh, that we are in a new spiritual year. And I'm going to teach a little bit. Uh, I'm going to go into more detail on Wednesday uh, about what happens now. And I'm just going to introduce it to you tonight. For the sake of time, we're going to cover it in prayer. I encourage everybody, go back, watch the beginning of this video for prayer. Go back, watch yesterday's message. I just want you fed. My job, um, the Lord, when the quarantine and all that stuff began, he said, son, I need you to make sure that everybody comes out of quarantine better than they went in. Anybody connected to you needs to come out better than they went in. All right. So in Jesus name, we cover every prayer request right now. You are the God that answers with strategy. So we pray that you would answer with strategy tonight in the name of Jesus. We pray for strategy uh, and answers for every request. You're a prayer answering God. You said that we would call out to you and you would hear us. So in Jesus name, we cover every request right now. And we thank you, God, that you are the God that answers you are the God that provides strategy. So we pray that we would hear the strategy. We'd work the strategy. Father, we pray for sensitivity to be able to hear from you clearly. Father, the main ways you speak are your logos and your rhema. So we don't need to look for a voice. We need to listen or a voice, but we can find a verse. That's your logos, your written word. And rhema, that's when your word is preached. That you would use your word, you would use a man of God to speak your word and preach your word and declare your word and that it would be rhema. 
that it would come alive for us. Those are the two primary ways you spoke. So Father, we pray we'd be sensitive to that, that we're not out here looking for something so out here that we miss what's right in front of our faces. In the name of Jesus, I pray for strategies for every single request that's presented. And I pray that you would answer now in the name of Jesus. Father, I rebuke fear. I rebuke anxiety. I rebuke panic. Come on, in the name of Jesus. And we declare that we are those that would walk with strength, we are those that would walk with authority. You said, now is the time for the saints. That's Daniel 7. Now is the time for the saints of the Most High God to rise up and to possess the kingdom. That's who you said we could be and what you said we could have. Why? We are blessed to be a blessing. We are blessed to be a blessing. What you do for us, God, is not supposed to end with us. It is supposed to multiply with us. What you do for us, it is not supposed to end with us. It is supposed to multiply through us and from us. And we thank you for that now in the name of Jesus. So guys, we're in something called the 10 days of awe. The 10 days of awe. If it's immediately following uh, Rosh Hashanah, and, uh, which has already begun. Now, in the 10 days of awe, what ends up happening uh, is that there's something we're supposed to do. And I'll teach more. Again, don't miss Wednesday's message. I'll have to go into it more on Wednesday because I ran out of time in prayer. But um, in that, um, the 10 days of awe represent this, that they are times where we're to do one thing. One thing is, is the basically the encapsulating word. There's a few things in it, but there's one word, Hebrew word, teshuvah. T-E-S-H-U-V-A-H for my note takers. T-E-S-H-U-V-A-H. It simply means this. It means repentance, 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 where we self-reflect and we self-correct. I want to challenge you um, to spend between now and next Wednesday to look at areas over the last 12 months of your life where you were wrong right? Uh-oh, don't y'all get quiet. Where you were wrong, where you did it wrong, where you did it out of order, where you were too hasty, where you were too angry, you were too whatever. Um, because God says during this time between the uh, Rosh Hashanah, Feast of Trumpets, and the Day of Atonement, which again, I'll teach you more about that on Wednesday. Between those two days, those 10 days, I set the trajectory of the next 12 months of the spiritual year for you. In your Bible, if I listen, let me help you with this. In your Bible, you'll often see this phrase, the day of judgment. And when the day of judgment comes, when the day, and many people without an understanding of the scriptures, they, they have taken day of judgment to mean something that the Bible didn't actually intend for it to mean. Day of judgment, guess what? The day of judgment is what is referred to, is, is what that period of time between Rosh Hashanah and uh, the day of atonement, that's referred to the, as the day of judgment. In other words, what will happen over your next 12 is sealed and settled and judged on the Day of Atonement. So in the scripture, when, more often than not, when we see this phrase, the day, uh, the day of judgment, it is referred to the Day of Atonement. It's mean when God says, I am setting up and declaring this is what your next 12 will be. So I want you, God, I'm out of time. Oh my God. I want you to release some words over your next 12 months. And again, if you don't know what I'm talking about, like, what does this dude talk about? 5781, new spirits of you. I've never heard of this. Please do yourself a favor. Go back and look at the message from uh, Sunday or um, and, uh, and look in our app and our podcast about any message about the Hebrew feast. Release some words over your next 12. Release some words over your next, and specific words. Like breakthrough is not specific enough because breakthrough, breakthrough what? 
Be specific. Release some phrases. Come on, everybody, real fast, real fast, because I'm out of time, but I hope Instagram will do that thing it's been doing where it lets me keep going a little bit longer than an hour. Release some words over your next 12. Release some words and be specific as you can. Release some words over your next 12 and be as specific as you can. All right. The day of judgment. All right. Release some words. Creativity, favor, growth. Come on. Release some words over your next 12. Because God says, in these 10 days, I'm going to judge what I'm going to do for the next 12 months. Shut up. That's good to me. That's why you don't let nobody pull you in no mess these, these 10 days. Don't let nobody pull you in stress. Let nobody pull you in frustration. And if all of this is new to you that I'm saying, please go listen to the word because I, I break it down to you. I give you scripture. I break it down to you. I make it as simple as it can be. All right. Your life has been operating by the feast, whether you knew it or not. If you look at your life and see the cycles of your life, you see major changes around September, October. You see major changes. You also see major changes starting around uh, uh, May and June. All right. Because that's the feast time. So that's when you're going to see major changes, major changes. All right. You maybe didn't know what was going. You're like, seems like every time around this year, something crazy happens. That's the feast. You cannot beat the feast. Whether you know they're working or not, you cannot beat the feast. Heaven interrupts earth during this time. So literally, when people talk about we're under an open heaven, many times people just be talking. When the feasts are happening, that is an open heaven. It is open. Which means what we say, there is no gap in time in what we, what we speak. Jesus, hey, come on here. All right. So, God, we cover these words that we've released over our next 12. And we thank you, Father, that between now and Day of Atonement, when you make judgment concerning the next 12, that judgment will be found in our favor. That judgment will be found in our favor. We, we confess that you are God. You are awesome, mighty and strong in Jesus name. Last two things. One, if you want to sow into prayer, you can do that. How do you do it? You can go to harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Um, you can use the cash app, Bishop Foreman. You should bless what blesses you. And so if something is a blessing to you, you should sow into it. I'm a giver. I believe in giving. I believe in sowing. And so you should do that. All right. Um, you can use Bishop Foreman one or Harvest Church Give. If you want to use cash app or just go to harvestchurch.church forward slash give, you should sow into prayer. Um, secondly, if you are on prayer tonight, and you've never given your life to Jesus Christ. God's coming to get you tonight. Like he's coming to get you tonight. Like you ain't been on here all this time on accident. God's coming to get you. You become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure. You're like, Bishop, I don't really know where things stand with God. Tonight is time for you to come to the Lord. You need to become a Christian or recommit yourself to the Lord. Wherever you are, I need to do the hand wave emoji or say it's me. If you're on the Harvest Channel or Uncommon Gospel Radio Network, just lift your hand wherever you're at. Now, don't take your hand off the wheel if you're driving, but, but just lift your hand however you can. On the count of three, one, two, three, respond right now. You need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure. I want for you to respond right now. Say it's me and do the hand wave emoji. Come on, whatever platform you're on, say it's me or do the hand wave emoji. I will wait on you. I will wait on you. For some of you, while we're waiting on those to respond, you're like, hey, Bishop Foreman is my pastor. Bishop Foreman is my pastor and Harvest is my church. If you want to make me your pastor and Harvest your church, we'd love for you to do that. All you have to do uh, is just you do the same thing. Say it's me or do the hand wave emoji. I'm just going to do both of them that way. Say it's me or do the hand wave emoji. If you want to make me your pastor and Harvest your church or you need to give your life to the Lord tonight, you the hand wave emoji or say it's me. I'm going to count for you. I'm going to give you 10 seconds, 10. We're waiting. You got a shot clock. Come on. 10, 9, 8, 7. We're waiting on you. I see you. 
I see you six. I'm waiting on you five. Come on. Four, three. I see you. Two, I see you. Where we at? One. Come on. I just made. Come on. Welcome. Come on. Welcome. 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 I see you. I see you. I see you. Oh, come on, y'all. Come on. Let's be in celebration tonight. I know the comments are coming through slow over here on Instagram. So y'all may not be able to see them over there because they're coming through slow. I see you on here. Come on. Let everybody, let's pray this. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Say, because of this belief and because of this confession, say, if this is my first time praying this, that you are God, you are my savior. I believe you came and you died for me so I could have life and life more abundantly. And in Jesus name, if this is my first time praying this, I am now a Christian. If I was far from you, I am reconnected to you in Jesus name, in Jesus name. And Father, I pray for those that have, that have made, that made the decision that they want me to be their pastor and harvest to be their church. I cover them now and pray that this will be the beginning of the rest of their lives. In Jesus' name, A to the men. Wow, right? So look, apparently Instagram now lets you go a little bit longer. I guess that's a good, that's the best they could, that's a good recompense for them messing with my numbers. My numbers is all messed up. Normally, I'm used to getting thousands of likes and views on something. I looked at something the other day, it was like 65. I said, what is this? But to God be the glory. Um, much love to you guys. I encourage you to go sow. Um, harvestchurch.church forward slash give or you can use cash app Bishop Foreman 1 or Harvest Church Give. I'm a believer in sowing. So I encourage you to sow. Bless what blesses you. Get registered for the conference if you haven't already done that. That's on our website. And don't miss church on Wednesday. Please don't miss church on Wednesday. You can come in Denver. You can come in the building if you want to, or you can watch online because we're going to talk about more about this day of atonement thing. I'm going to teach you about that. I love you guys. Have an amazing night. Again, welcome to all of those that are new to harvest and those that gave their lives to the Lord. I know that the comments are a little uh, slow. Um, right? See, even on Facebook, the comments are moving really slow. The comments are delayed. Um, but at, at any rate, love you guys. Have an amazing night. Says Instagram is trying to be TikTok. I know. I know it. I know it. Much love to you guys. Have an amazing night. If you haven't shared this, share this tonight. Prayer was powerful. Somebody's got to hear this. Please share this because it's going to be a blessing to somebody else. Guys, keep me in your prayers. Can I ask you to just pray for me every day? I cover you every day. Could you just pray for me every day? Why? What's wrong with Ain't nothing wrong. And I want to keep it that way. <laughs> I want to keep it that way. All right. So praise God. Love you guys. Shana Tova. Or because we're American. Shana Tova. And for my Canadians, I, I don't have a good Canadian accent. I got to look at some YouTube videos to get a good Canadian accent. And I know we got Dominican Republic. I saw Jamaica. Jamaica, man. Shana Tova. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'll stick to preaching. <laughs> Love you guys. Have a good night. Shalom. Go so. Love you. <laughs> All right. Bye, y'all. Shalom and shalom. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday it's a holiday story it's a family story it's a story of thousands of twinkling lights and countless memories 
The story of crackling fireplaces and candlelight Christmas evenings, where the sounds of sleigh bells and carols echo all around. It's a story of peace and togetherness, of glittering ornaments, fragrant wreaths, and wide-eyed wonder. It's the enchanting story of a beloved tradition at America's largest home, with 250 magnificently decorated rooms, each with its own stories to tell. But all this can't begin to tell the full story of Christmas at Biltmore. Come walk in the footsteps of the Vanderbilt family and immerse yourself in a winter wonderland of endless holiday delights. Because as wondrous as the story of Christmas at Biltmore may be, it can never be complete without you. Plan your stay at Biltmore.com.